Hello, I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is the way I see it. Hey, how about rebooting your life today? Reboot. Okay, I know all of you know what reboot means, but for those of you that don't, let me do a little definition in here. To reboot is to reload the operating system of a computer. It means to start up again. And booting is starting a computer's operating system. You know, for those of us that have been doing this a long time, you may have to reboot for the second time, the third time, and, you know, in my life, maybe even many more times. But rebooting is usually necessary after a computer crashes, meaning it stops working, causing a malfunction. Do you think that can happen in your life? I know it's happened in mine. So I kind of like this term. So I thought, well, okay, let's uh, talk about rebooting our life. I like it. Third, fourth time. Instead, there are tons of other ways, with the computer metaphor, to actually reboot your mind and body this year, okay? And I'd like to just suggest today some simple ways to hit the reboot button, okay? Hit the reboot button. What color is yours? Mine is, uh, I even put colors on it, what it looks like. Um, I think about like one of those game shows that you hit the button. So mine's blue. Um, and it's shaped in a heart. So let's talk about some simple ways to reboot your life. Number one, reboot your problem solving. Okay, the best way, take a walk. Get out in nature. It increases your brain function, exposes you to vitamin D, boosts your immune system. And, you know, something we always need with all these little viruses running around. But the basic act of going on a walk can bring innumerable positive effects. Getting outside and walking increases your brain function that's linked to your mood improvement, reduced risk for cancer, and your heart health. And also your weight, it manages your weight. It might even protect against dementia and add many, 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 many years to your life. But taking a walk can also serve as a reboot to help you problem solve, okay? It's a problem solver with anything you're struggling with, I promise you. Walking is often where people do their best thinking. And it's a good catalyst for brainstorming. You know, whatever's bothering you, take a walk and get some perspective. I have taken daily walks for over four decades, probably almost five. My husband and I, when we got married, we really were very independent, bright people, very powerful. So we had some significant challenges in our marriage. One of the first things we decided to do was we would take a walk when we would argue. And here we are. Uh, almost five, if you can believe this, almost five decades later, and we still do the same thing. We're still walking, man, madly in love, solving life's problems through lots of losses and suffering. and ooh, All kinds of things have happened in our lives, disease, you name it. But we go for a walk. So if I can give you a little pearl or a nugget, walk it. My life has had an inordinate amount of stress with careers, family, farms, homes, animals, you name it, marriage. Walks have literally saved my life. The re there's a reason all great spiritual leaders walk or walked. Jesus, Buddha, Lao Tzu, Martin Luther King Jr., my friend John Lewis. Miracles happen when you walk, I promise you. I truly believe your moving feet open portals from the bottom of your feet, up through your body, out the top of your head, up into the heavens. I'm telling you, find heaven on earth with a good walk. That was number one. Two. Reboot your anxiety. Learn to meditate. Okay, now don't click this off and go, I hear this. It's just going to be a short little couple liner here for you. 
With each passing year, the list of you know benefits for meditation grows. You know that. Better mood, better sleep, stronger immune system, lowers your blood pressure, and your stress levels. Okay, you know this. A daily meditation practice reboots your mind. It's like, think of you driving in your car on a rainy day. It's pouring down rain. Turn on the windshield wipers. That's what meditation does for you. Okay? Turn on those wipers. Wipe it out of your head. And reboot. And you feel refreshed and ready to face anything you have to face. Even five minutes a day makes a world of difference. But there are many misconceptions about meditation. I've been doing this for, gosh, over 30 years. And each of us is different. So what I have known through the years of working with thousands and thousands of people, that there are different, you know, strokes for different folks. And the good news is now, as opposed to before, there are tons of great meditation apps, YouTube destinations, and websites. As a matter of fact, at our Mindful Living Network, we have a great meditation room. You can go through YouTube and find it or come to the Mindful Living Network. But it's called the Meditation Room. I love it. We have curated our um, little meditations. They're just a few minutes. And I swear they're absolutely beautiful. Of course, I love them. I help create them. But we're all different, so we all enter meditation differently. For an example, sound. You may need to listen to, to sound. You may need to listen to sound to slow down and focus. If so, listen to apps with nature sounds or white noise or maybe drumming. Try different ones and see what works for you. Then there are visual people that do visual meditations. And they have to see. That's why on our meditation room, it's got visual and audio. Uh, you have, we have beautiful meditation videos. But we have them, created them, so that you can visit an outer space nebula or a cherry tree in Kyoto, Japan, or sit beside a mountain brook, or how about a tropical beach? You can listen to it, you can see it, and you feel like you're there. So some people are visual, some people are sound. And again, you can listen to these apps with nature sounds. Uh, you know, rain falling, a train, a purring cat. And also there's white noise. And white noise, I, I like the noise, white noise apps. They come in, uh, anyway, it's, it's, a, it's called a noise app, white noise app. And you can click on pink noise, brown noise. Each of them are different frequencies. I use those when my brain is like too fast and I cannot slow it down. I also use the pink because there are studies that show pink noise help you to fall asleep. So don't forget those. Or maybe drumming. I like shamanic drumming apps. I used those last week because I had some really heavy stuff going on and I could not calm my mind. So I used the shamanic drumming app. I use them like uh, Baskin Robbins, 51 flavors of ice creams. Um, try different ones and see what works for you. And then also there's tactile touch. My teachers, uh, the Dalai Lama, Thich Nhat Hanh, some of us love silence and have prayer and meditation beads in our hands. That was the first, one of the first things that my Taoist teacher, Wang Lo Sin Si, gave us were prayer beads so that we rolled the beads through our fingers and it calms the brains and the bodies. So also touch, don't forget that. Um, so that's the meditation one, reboot with meditation. Next, reboot with your vices. Cut out something for just one week. That's a, and it's not about losing weight. Cut out a substance that's been overused. Is it sugar? Is it caffeine? Is it alcohol? I had to. My heart started going a little crazy, so I had to cut back on caffeine. It can be a refresher for your body. You know, don't you don't have to try it for a whole month. Just try it for seven days and see what happens. The intention alone could change your future behavior. 
A recent study shows that people that attempted to stop drinking for a month reported a decrease in alcohol consumption dramatically just even after stopping for a week. I've always, I'm going to give you an example. This is very personal. I've always struggled with cursing. It's just my parent, my father cursed, my mother, of course, never did. Um, and, you know, I, I just picked it up. I'm, I'm a hall. You know, we come from a long line of people, you know, that were Marines and, I don't know, the Army and we ran companies and I don't know. I just hung around with all these guys at the, you know, the American Legion, you name it. I've been there. So anyway, I picked it up at a young life and it's a bad habit. But every Ash Wednesday... <laughs> I quit cursing. But this is the funny part. So for 40 days, I don't curse. But then after Easter Sunday on Monday, for some reason, I pick it right back up. I don't know. I've been to therapy over this and everything else. But um, I don't know. For some reason, I don't stop behavior. I don't stop the behavior. But at least I, when I stop it, I observe myself and say, wow, this is really interesting how I'm handling You know, somebody running in front of me at a traffic light, somebody flicking me off. I'm really handling these differently. But for some reason, I go back. And by the way, my friend, one of my best friends, just gave me a book on the um, uh, the new recent studies that show how <laughs> healthy cursing is for you. So anyway, <laughs> that was kind of going down a rabbit hole, but I couldn't help myself. Anyway, number four, reboot your diet. Focus on adding one thing. Instead of obsessing over cutting out bad foods, as we all know, it's always the sugar, the caffeine, the salt, whatever. Focus on something you want to bring in. For example, take a blueberry, or they have great new research on beet juice um, and your immune system and stuff. So I started doing that. Uh, but something like flaxseed oil, add omega-3s, there's great science behind little tiny daily add-ons. So, like I said, I do this with blueberry beet capsules. I also started a, um, it's a multi, one capsule's got, got a multi-fruits in it, and the other has organic vegetable capsule, because we all need all the antioxidants that we can get, for real. So, next, reboot your to-do list. This is a, like a religious practice for me. Write it all down, okay? My mind moves, I can't even tell you how fast my brain works, it's I've tried to manage it my, my entire life, and I'm still, it's still my challenge. Write it down. Okay, this is, it, it, you know, it's after the new year, many people are feeling stressed over the sheer number of to-dos, all these other things. The act of writing down everything you do can quiet your mind, keep you more organized. People ask me, how do you do so many things effectively? Seriously. How have you had this life that you've created? I'm going to be honest with you. I, I absolutely am religious about writing things down. Just, you know, make sure. I, I, okay, what I personally use, I'm going to tell you what I do. I use the small 3 five by 5 notepads. You can get them on Amazon. And they come in adorable colors, which I love. They come in pink and yellow and green. And So I use pink for my personal to-dos. Okay, there's one little pad. Don't don't mix them up. One's for your personal. The blue is for your business to-dos. For green, I use future projects. Okay, and I chose green because like planting seeds for future projects. It works. I promise you. I keep those in. I throw them in my carry bag. I throw them in my uh, computer uh, uh, suitcase. I keep them by my computer. I'm telling you. And then I know now, see, what I see pink, I know, okay, this is what I have to do today, or blue, I know this is who I have to call, these are emails, do you see? So you train your brain, and then it's off. 
Then I get on the floor and play with my dogs or I have a great breakfast or go for a walk or go watch my birds because it's on the notepads. Please, please, please reboot your life by having these beautiful, simple little cute notepads. Next, reboot your mood. Do something that makes you laugh. No joke, laughter's important. Stress reduces your um, artery diameter by, what, 35%? And, and laughing increases it by 30%. So laugh. The simple act of laughing boosts your mood, helps your immune system, lowers your stress, increases your artery diameter, okay? We were meant to laugh. We were created to laugh. So make it an effort always to see friends, find something funny, watch a Netflix comedy, something like that. Your mind and body will feel lighter. I have two dogs and a three-legged cat, Tess, who I adore, of course. Several times a day, I get on the floor. It's a practice. I'm telling you, I almost set my clock by it. I get on the floor and play and laugh with these adorable, adorable sidekicks. I love them. I also try to catch part of, the mor of a morning show, Good Morning America, Today Show, whatever it is, because they always have something to laugh at to start your day, okay? And I don't listen to all the commercials. I tape it, race through, and see if there's something funny to kick my day going, get, get my day going and kick me. Okay, or reboot me. Reboot your relationships. Make plans with an old friend, okay? Don't lose touch with them, okay? It, it, I can't even tell you. They just released the Harvard study, the one thing mostly from people that live very long, happy, happy, happy lives is friends, okay? So even if it's been a long time, you can do genuine catch-up time, okay? Whether it's been weeks, months, I don't care. I love it when old friends contact me. But, you know, it's easy also to let uh, an email sit in your email box or, you know, a, a get something in Facebook and you go, I'll respond later. But really... Reconnecting with a friend just is transforming. It invigorates your mood and brings calm. Okay? Pick a friend to reach out to absolutely at least a couple times a week. Okay? I have two tribes of women that meet. One tribe meets every week religiously. The other tribe meets every three weeks or so. We are faithful. We are committed. And on a deep and profound level, we are so vulnerable, so open. We know all of our flaws and foibles and losses, but it is pure heaven. This depth of vulnerability is heaven on earth. We bear all. We do not judge. We accept each other and love each other immensely. Truly, dear, a dear friend or dear friends is heaven on earth, I promise you. Next, reboot your schedule. Make time for fun stuff. Remember those lists that I said, the pink and the blue and the green? Okay, those are just lists, okay? There are, and remember, if you lay them down and look at them, those are just three little sheets of paper. There's space between it, and that's for the fun stuff. Know the difference between something you enjoy versus something that's productive, okay? Everything on your little notes is productive. We're talking about fun now, okay? Create in your daily schedule, in your daily dance of life, in your daily song. Get some fun stuff, okay? Is there something you wanted to watch on Netflix? Is there something you wanted to do? Did you want to play the piano? I don't know what you want to do. Set aside time for things that make you happy, feel more balanced, bring joy into your life. For an example, I love to read. I read daily about inspirational people who overcame phenomenal human challenges. I read every gender, every race, every throughout history. I love it. I love... You know, uh, Harriet Tubman, my God, um, FDR in a wheelchair. 
How could he run for president? No way. Um, Abraham Lincoln, I don't know. How could he lose? be a loser, literally a loser so many times? And look, um, I, they teach us so many value, invaluable lessons. I love to read about these people. I also love to watch my bird feeder. It's continuously filled with magical variety of God's winged angels. My God. I just saw before I began this podcast at Eastern Bluebird, I saw a little tiny goldfinch. And there was a little woodpecker. And uh, uh, one of my nestling uh, blue jays. Oh my God, I was in like heaven um, before I did this. They make me giggle. They make me feel like I'm flying like a bird. Okay, next is reboot your happiness. Start a gratitude journal. Okay, a gratitude journal is amazing. It can open up relationships. It, it's at, By the way, we've shown it improves physical and psychological health. It shifts your focus to the positive and improves your happiness. They have these things called five-minute gratitude journals. So if you're afraid of, oh, I'm gonna ha- I don't have time to write in the morning, in the afternoon, or whenever, they have these really cool short ones. You can Google them. It's five-minute gratitude journal. You can buy it online. And it's just where you donate five minutes, contribute at night or in the morning, where you just write five minutes. I don't particularly do that because I practice gratitude all day long, being honest. It's a healing balm for me. It's an energizer. It's a reboot. It's pure heaven. Every time I put food in my mouth, I was raised, raised in a Roman Catholic religious household. You did not put food in your mouth without giving thanks for it. You thank the farmer. You thank the blueberry. You thank every the person that brought it to the grocery store. Oh my God, it's such a blessing. So every time I put food in my mouth, thank you, thank you, thank you. When I dress, look at the people that made your clothes. Good Lord. And look how foxy you're going to look when you put them on. Grateful, grateful, grateful. And I think of my husband, daughter, grandchild, people I love. My God, my God, I'm so grateful. Sitting at traffic lights in traffic, I look at the cars around me, look at the traffic light, look at trees and go, are we grateful or what? It's magical being alive. Waiting on hold at the doctor's office, listening to that crappy or whatever music. Sit there and go, do you know all these people are like, we're a medical family. So it's like, they're all just like us. They are serving humankind. God bless every single one of them that are in this doctor's office. It's so much fun being grateful. So much fun. Okay, next, reboot your productivity. Vow to organize just one thing, okay? It can be a kitchen cabinet, a drawer, a trunk of your car, which I did yesterday, your computer, desktop, your email inbox, okay? Just one thing will make you feel so much better and it decreases your stress. You feel productive. Now, it's a great practice to put on your calendar to do once a month. Okay, I do. I have it every single month. Uh, There's one day, and even if I change the day when I get to that day, say like uh, February the 7th, and I'm too busy that day, I may just move it to the 14th or, you know, move it around. But one day a month, I have it on there to organize something. And again, this isn't a day. I can't do a whole day. Like an hour, 30 minutes, you know, not much, not much. Just organize something, okay? So reboot that. And we're almost finished, but reboot your conscience. I hate to say this, but many of us need to apologize to somebody. Whether it's big or small, like missing a birthday, forgetting to call somebody back, hurting somebody's, you know, feelings. Maybe it was small, but there's a little nagging voice in the back of your head that won't quiet down, so you know when it is. And I have a practice of not sitting longer than 72 hours without apologizing. If something... 
I did is lingering on my mind 72 hours. I got to get rid of it. Um, just think about it like this. If you, what you did, if you did something, it's lingering in your mind, it's lingering in your heart and it's unhealthy on every level. The energy is suffocating and stops you from moving on. So go ahead. Just be honest. Say, I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? Did I misunderstand what happened? I just did this last week, by the way. I had a weird experience at dinner with a friend and tried to go to sleep that night. The next day it bothered me and my husband kept saying, forget it, forget it, forget it. And I couldn't. So I got in contact with her the next day, told her how I felt and it cleared everything up. It was heaven. Okay, here we go. Ending up my reboot list. Reboot your sense of wonder. Book that vacation you've been dreaming of. That doesn't have to be the biggest trip, okay? You don't have to spend a lot of money. But what we know is we have research that even shows when you pick a place or plan to go somewhere, doesn't matter when it is in the future, your hormones change. Your um, endorphins and serotonin and everything changes about you. Isn't that cool? Um, so having something to look forward to is a major boost for your brain and body and soul. So, you know, over the last years, it's been impossible to get away. Personally, I live in a family of doctors and we've had so much illness and people to take care of and we get stuff. I mean, we planned to go to the south of France last year, uh, California in the fall and many other destinations. Well, guess what? We haven't been to one of them. Each time there was COVID or pneumonia or our granddaughters got RSV, I got RSV, COVID and a laundry list of other problems. So for us, now we're scheduling local trips just a few hours away. And that has worked out better than, you know, going, planning these long trips. They always seem to fall apart. And also there's travel stress. With everything else in my life and our family's life, I can't deal with travel stress. I, I can't. I just can't deal with travel stress. So we live in Atlanta. We're going off to Callaway Gardens, hour and a half south. We're going to Asheville, North Carolina, three hours north. We're taking baby steps. But we all need a vacation. We do studies on people that do and don't take vacations. You got to take vacations for your mental and physical health. It really does help your mental and physical health. And it also helps foster great relationships. Last but not least. Well, I guess it's not last. Now that I look at my little list. Go to sleep earlier. That movie, podcast, television show is going to be there tomorrow. Plus, just record it. It'll be more fun. Um, record it and save it. Save it. If it's really delicious, save that wonderful deliciousness for later. Sleep is one of the best ways to give you overall health. We have new research on sleep, and you know you've heard this. You have to sleep. It's when your body, mind, and soul are healing, okay? It is the healing time. You may think your body's just unplugging and dead. No. When you go to sleep, it's when your immune system, everything, it's your neurons are recreating, neurogenesis, all these miracles are happening. Your liver, your pancreas, everything's getting cleaned out when you sleep. If you don't sleep, guess what? It's like the garbage. It just keeps piling up inside of you. So your mood, hunger, stress levels, health, your immune system, everything improves with proper sleep. But we're a nation of insomniacs. So let me give you some of my tip tips. I set my iPhone for an alarm at 10 o'clock every night because I was on my computer and doing all kinds of stuff till 10, seeped into 11, seeped into 12. Uh -uh. Now I set it for 10 p.m. each night and it says bedtime, Kathleen's bedtime ritual. Ding, 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 it goes off. 
I head into my bedroom and start my ritual. I turn the heat to cool down my bedroom. I turn it up to cool, turn on the fan, fluff my pillows, get my book out to read. I do my bathroom nighttime rituals, you know, wash my face, brush my teeth, use my Listerine, and then crawl into a glorious, delicious bed of heavenly sleep. It works. You actually train your brain to this ritual and your brain starts to slow down. It is actually excited to unplug. It'll take a couple weeks for your brain to get trained, but I'm telling you, once you do it, it's heavenly. And last but not least, reboot your technology addiction. And you know this. Power down 30 minutes before bed. Try to get the screens off, okay? Spend time winding down, reading a book, sipping some tea, whatever you need to do. You know, get your clothes out for the next day. Go to that bedroom and do your bedroom ritual. This gives your entire body cues that it's time to settle down. Also, if you have children or a spouse or a partner, it's wonderful for them. It's absolutely wonderful. My husband, who's type A, worker, 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 when I started doing it, it drove him crazy. Next thing I knew, honey, he was in there before my alarm went off at 10 o'clock. And um, it's changed our, our relationship. Also, my children, my grandchildren, everybody, when they're at our home, see us do it, they go, wow, that is a cool rhythm to one's life. So, that's it. That's how to reboot your life today. I hope you learned something. I had fun doing it. I do. Because every time I do these things, I refresh and renew and reboot my own brain. But remember, we have a great newsletter. Go to MindfulLivingNetwork.com. Please, we love our newsletter. Of course, I help make it, so of course I would love it. Um, but even when I get in my email, I love it. Contact me, where it says contact, uh, hit me. And it says, uh, write me, say, Dr. Hall, blah, blah, blah. If you have a suggestion for an article, a video, a conversation uh, for a podcast, let me know. I'd love to do one with you. And remember, our commitment and our tagline is to uh, entertain, educate, and enlighten our world. It's our world. Let's hold our hearts and hands and heal ourselves. It's our, O-U-R, not my. It's our world. Please share us, the Mindful Living Network, with your family and your friends and your community. Let's do this together. You can go to mindfullivingnetwork.com or our, O-U-R, M-L-N.com. Contact us. We have a beautiful meditation room. It's called the Meditation Room. Just click on it or go through YouTube. We have a Mindful Living Network app at the App Store. And again, our newsletter. Please follow us on Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. So we're very blessed, all of us are, and uh, thank you for the privilege of sharing this time together. I'm very grateful and just send tons of blessing to you. Take care. Bye-bye.